you're listening to Adults Talking Anime Plus, a place where adults talk anime, video games, cosplay, and whatever else they want. I'm your resident adult, Inga Draper, and back on the show, which I'm so excited about, is not only my cos partner and good friend, Rye and Cosplay. We're just going to call him Ryan for the stream slash podcast. Hello. Oh, it's good. How are you? I'm good. Just <laughs> hanging in there during quarantine. Well, it is a pleasure to hear your voice and talk to you again. Without further ado, we're not going to waste any time. We're actually going to jump right into this. Uh, we're talking Final Fantasy VII Remake. I know that you and I both have been waiting for this game for like, mm, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much as soon as it was announced... I want to say four years ago or five years ago. When did we go to that first Final Fantasy concert? It must have been a year after we started working together. I mean, it was pretty a while ago. I want to say like six years ago. I mean, it could have it could have been. It was sort of our first like dabble into uh, I, thinking about. Well, that was the first time we ever brought up cosplay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> was uh, during during uh, something at work, but then we ended up going to the Worlds Apart tour, I think is what it was called, uh, and e- yeah, Distant Worlds, the E three con or convention was actually occurring right at the same time, and that was the first time they had dropped that they were going to do a Final Fantasy VII remake. And then, of course, right at the end of the concert, they really went hard on Final Fantasy, and I think they showed us some possible cutscenes or. No, the crowd went wild. Oh, yeah, of course. I would have, I, I mean, I'm like, I would have went wild. Of course <laughs> I went wild. I was there. Um, I think we went wild, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm super glad that we were able to go see that. And uh, and then also really get hyped up for the next five or six years about Final Fantasy VII, the remake. I guess, Let's get down to it. Uh, what do you think so far? Let's just start right there. How is the game everything you've wanted it to be? Yeah, I think it's great. I feel like it was worth the wait. Do you? Um, okay. Yeah, there there are some things I don't like, but I think it's hard to uh, call a game perfect. Yeah. Especially when you've waited this long. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are complaining, saying that it's a lot of fluff and filler and that they would have preferred that part one of three Mm-hmm. go past uh when the party leaves midgar yeah but i appreciate the filler i don't know i feel like the midgar section of the game went so quickly in the original yeah and you didn't really get to know the characters mm-hmm. avalanche didn't really have major personalities outside of the first mission and like the train segment yeah kind of i mean i kind of agree i'm not mad that the game doesn't go past um midgar necessarily uh i really i really really loved what they've done like it's so beautiful and i am absolutely i'm so impressed and also just like in awe of the game in the sense that they actually show what happens because of your actions which you don't really get in the first game like by blowing up a reactor you're seeing the devastation of the town and the city around you uh and you know with shinra interfering and kind of making it worse you can really see like the corruption and you're really really feeling it i think i was learning more 
uh, about the game this time than I had actually realized the first time. Cause I'm like, Oh wait, was this, Oh, like I, maybe I'm dumb and it's been such a long time since I've played the game, but I didn't realize that Sephiroth was presumed dead the whole time. Or is that something they mm-hmm. kind of added this time around? Yeah. It's definitely a lot more blatant and made clear. Yeah. Um, in the original, you know, he's just like, they didn't really see him. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was weird. I think one of the things that I wasn't—I don't know—I also kind of was like, "Why are they showing him so much?" You know what I mean? I I almost felt like it was a little too much. Now I have finished the game, so the one thing I can tell you guys is that we won't be spoiling the end because Ryan has not finished the game yet. So there, I'm (laughs) taking my time on it. No, I. Which again. I like the fact that, A, you have chapter selection, so you can go back after you beat the game. You can go back to any chapter you want and replay that chapter Um, because I think they probably figured that people are going to want to sort of really fly through this just because I was, I'm too, uh, I I needed to know what was the end. Like, I needed to know how this game was ending Um, because in, in, in your, in theory, you think you know how it's ending. But you're, I, I needed to know. And also, I'm another one of those people where if I think something's going to get spoiled, I just want to go ahead, knock it out, and then I can go back and play the game um, a lot slower. And also, it opens up hard mode. And apparently on hard mode, they actually have more character conversations, too, that they don't have in normal mode. So oh, that's, wow. yeah, so it, it gives you an opportunity to play the game a bunch of times. It also, like I said, it goes back where maybe you didn't collect all the weapons, maybe you didn't do all the side stories. But it gives you the opportunity to go back and really boost your characters up, go through some of those fights that maybe you didn't do as well on the first time, or just like go back and do those missions that you didn't get around to. So I thought that was pretty cool. I just, I had to, even though I ended up doing all of the side quests for Aerith, uh, or not for Aerith, but in um, this in the Sector 5 slums. And oh, I yeah. did a ton of this, like I, I was sort of playing like, back and forth uh, where I was doing side quests and then I wasn't because I wanted to push the story ahead. (laughs) And then (laughs) I was like, oh, but I got to do all these side quests. So (laughs) I was just kind of going back and forth between trying to figure out like, how am I actually playing this game? That's why I couldn't stream it though, because I just, I needed to be able to focus on playing the game and enjoy it sort of for myself uh, and, and figure things out. Because I will say that I have a very love and hate relationship with the entire attack system on this game or the battle system. Yeah. There are things that I definitely, I don't know. I didn't like, I don't like that in order to get an item or in, in order to get uh, even some other attacks that you have to get your, like your ATB up. I think that's mm-hmm. almost the most frustrating. And the same thing with the summons. Like I hate that you couldn't constant, not like constantly, but I, it was so hard to actually get a, enough like hits or whatever to actually be able to summon anybody. Yeah. I think that was the thing that was sort of getting me. I mean, did you? Yeah, they said there was a little blurb like when you first gain access to the summons that said they're more likely to appear in harder battles oh, okay. or when the battle goes on longer. Yeah. Um, but like for where I am in the game, I know I'm pretty close to finish. Oh, I guess I didn't even ask you. Where are you? Uh, I just left the Sector 5 slums. Okay. So I think I'm close to the end from what I've heard. I've actually managed to avoid spoilers besides a friend sending me a screenshot of dying big <laughs> uh, under the collapsed plate support. And yeah. 
like you asshole. I know. Well, um, it's happen, <laughs> but you know, I didn't want to see him dying in HD early. Um, but I think I've summoned. I think I've summoned like two or three times so far, and I think my one major gripe with that is the fact that the summons just kind of sit there um, if you don't give them commands. Yeah. Um, I summoned the the Chocobo and Moogle. Yeah. And the Chocobo was flapping and the Moogle was like dancing on top doing mascot stuff. I don't know, cheering <laughs> us on. And I think it attacked once during the entire bar. I feel like they maybe should have made it so that you could actually, instead of giving commands to the summon, mm-hmm. you take over the summon and you had an ATB and you could move with it and sort of use commands uh, as if you were actually controlling a character. Yeah. Um, I think that was sort of a missed opportunity. That's my most, uh, that's the most frustrating aspect on the, uh, the summons for me. Um, but like I said, I think they did a great job, you know, a few nitpicks aside. Mm-hmm. I like hate that to use an item, you have to have ATB. I do too. Um, Magic, that's understandable. Yeah. It takes MP, uh, the abilities, understandable. Um, but for items, maybe they should uh, have made it so that there's a cooldown on the item menu. But yeah. You don't necessarily need to expend uh, the ATB bar to do it. I, I mean, I kind of agree. I think, like I said, uh, I found the battle system maybe to be the most frustrating. At first, I really, really hated it because I did want to pay, uh, I wanted to play turn-based style for, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like old school turn-based style, but also I'm becoming an old lady. <laughs> Apparently, I need things to be a little bit slower so I can plan it out and just get it to be the way I want it to be. Uh, but halfway through the game, I started really enjoying it and I got the hang of switching between the characters and like, you, you know, utilizing what other people's strengths were and really attacking that way. And then I kind of right towards the end started hating it again, uh, just because of the whole fact that you had to, that yes, you had to gain ATB and it's very hard. If you are not attacking a monster, you're not getting ATB. The only oh, person yeah. rolling around and uh, dodging, it's like, it takes uh, and yeah, but you only get it unless you, uh, unless like you've successfully dodged or you successfully, whatever, uh, they missed you or something. Then they give you like a teeny tiny, it is <laughs> the most frustrating part. And then some of the bosses are uh, tough. Um, and I, I, it was weird because I was like, is this too easy or is this too hard? Because some of the bosses it was hard. The battles were longer, but it wasn't necessarily like I remember certain spots when I played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. And I was like, this is tough. Like, this is really hard. <laughs> or certain parts were. But also, I don't like to grind. I'm not somebody who loves the monster attacks. Um, so yeah. I actually really kind of enjoyed how... I don't know. I think from what I've read online, people are talking about how linear the story is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do have to say I do agree with that. It is pretty linear. There isn't a lot of opportunities for world exploring other than the gopher missions in each town, you know, in like seven yeah. uh, and in um, five and in, in sector five. But that doesn't 
for me, I, I like it. I don't, I didn't mind these kind of gopher missions because I know that at the end of the day, you're going to, it's building up like some sort of weapon or some sort of advantage in the game that would come later on that if you didn't do all those side quests, you might get a different, uh, a different outcome. Yeah. You know, no, but, for sure. but seriously, yeah. So let's talk more stuff. You more stuff you love, more stuff you maybe didn't love on, on the game itself. I think I'll I'll start with uh, some more nitpicks first, so I can end on a positive. positive. Oh yeah, that sounds I'd good. Say the positives <laughs> outweigh the negatives. Oh, for sure. I mean, I a hundred percent agree with that too. I don't like that they changed Reno's voice actor. Okay. Quentin Flynn was so amazing, and you know the new Reno voice actor isn't terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like it. And and same thing with, with Wedge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sounds oh. a little silly. Yeah, um, I, I agree on Wedge. Well, here's my thing. I That actor I know works a lot. Of course, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, and I, and I know that he's worked a lot on a different, like a bunch of different like cartoons and whatnot. Cause he has such a specific sounding voice. Just for yeah. me personally, that was not the voice that Wedge had. I don't know. I think I yeah. just want him, him to be more like, go- like sweet, goofy and not yeah. so like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but not so he's kind of dopey. He's like, Hey cloud, you're doing this for the planet too, right? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. It's like if I don't know. It was it was not not my favorite. Uh but again yeah. I didn't hate it. I know that I here's my thing. I don't remember. So when you're referencing Reno's voice, what are you talking about? Advent Children or uh which game? Or Yeah, yeah. Ad, um Advent Children? Mhm. Okay. The the movie. The movie. Gotcha. I don't know. I, and that's just me. I'm sure people enjoy it. Uh, when I first heard uh, Aerith's voice, mm-hmm. I thought the some of the way that she delivers lines fell kind of flat for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I feel like uh, she sort of stumbles a little bit uh, if she has to string a lot of um, sentences together. Yeah. Um, and that was, I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, and then our friend Jolina, uh, Jolina7 on Instagram sort of hit the nail on the head for me. And I was like, that's what it is. But as I've I've gotten farther along, um, Aerith's voice has grown on me. And I think I'm kind of like not as jarred by the line delivery. Um, I think everybody else does an amazing job. I loved uh, George Newbern as Sephiroth. Yeah. Uh, and of course, he's not voicing Sephiroth now, but the new uh, Sephiroth voice actor does well. But uh, yeah, so so the voice actors, uh, I think it's great overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other kind of gripe I have is the fact that I feel like during the boss battles, you're in this action. It's great. It's fast paced. Uh, I the battles are hard. I've almost died a few times. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, there have been times where like Barrett and Tifa were down and I'm like, oh, crap, do I heal myself? Do I revive Barrett and hope he uses auto cure on me? Um, yeah. And uh, it's I mean, I've eked out wins a lot um, near death, but you're in this like action. It, it's kind of like fast paced. It's grueling. It's hard. You have to make like these decisions. And then 
you get the boss down to about 75% health and there's a movie. It transforms and, and it like interrupts the battle and then there's a new phase and then you get down to 50% health and there's another movie Yeah, and the boss changes locations. I just felt like the boss battles felt kind of choppy with all the videos between. Yeah. And uh, it kind of killed the sense of action for me. I think maybe you know, one movie when it gets to like low health mode and goes into a frenzy makes sense. But those were my only real nitpicks. Other than that, I think the game is beautiful. The characters have so much life yeah. and energy and personality. They really rounded out all the love interests, you know, even bringing Jessie in, even if she is a little desperate, constantly throwing <laughs> But herself like, is she though? Because I don't know. <laughs> It's all blurring together now, so I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. Have you gone on a mission with Avalanche? Yeah. I was going to say, is she, though, technically that desperate? Because I think the part where she sort of like, I don't know, she sort of teases him where she's like, yeah, let's go on this date. But then she's like, mm, just kidding. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. I don't know. I think she's really fun. I thought she was really, really no, she's sweet. She's, she's really sweet. like she's fun sweet. and flirty. I guess my thing as a as a uh, aspiring voice actor I here's I actually I understand why she Aerith was um, cast just mm-hmm. because she does uh, she has a very she does have a very sweet and pleasing voice. I mm-hmm. guess I can understand the the lack of um, the lack of I don't, it's it just did not bother me. There really wasn't a lot of it that bothered me, but maybe I wasn't really paying attention because sometimes I, I don't know. I don't pay as much attention to things as I probably should. But I mean, I I really liked her. I really like Tifa. I think whoever's voicing Tifa is actually doing a really great job. Like I I love the tone. I think for me, I was listening to like tone and uh, as opposed to like the emotion because I think sometimes even with games in general it feels like they're never the same level as voice actors who are in uh, movies if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense that it's always a little bit more stilted also because you know they're using the same take like they'll be like hi yeah one time and then anytime you hear a hi yeah it's most Mm -hmm. likely that version of the hi yeah again so they have those uh, you know their catchphrases that are always yeah. delivered exactly the same just because they already have that audio. So yeah. I don't know. I think also with sometimes with like, you know, big motion pictures and stuff, when they're actually doing the sound recording over like animated features, they'll have the uh, the voice actors deliver lines back and forth. At least I've seen footage of that. And yeah. maybe with like the, the video games like FF7, they, they have somebody record all of their lines separately and then sort of piece them together and so you don't really have like the other person to play off of obviously yeah sometimes it kind of is a combination of that because a lot of even when they're doing animes and whatnot they will they'll just the people are alone if that makes any there you are that makes any sense yeah they're generally by themselves just having to deliver lines as if they're having a conversation with somebody else but it's so specific because that's also hard too because it's it's the dubbing of something that's in a different language and just making the you have to make your lip flaps match the same as what's going on on the screen oh hey Oh, here we go. We got some quotes over here. They said, Jesse is just a big flirt. Eric Lim. Er- oh, Erica Lim. Erica Lim did a great job voicing Jesse. Britt Barron was Tifa's voice actress. Thank you so much over here, Cause Ninja 17. Mm-hmm. From what Britt Barron posted on Instagram, it appeared that they recorded their lines 
I'm desperately. I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume that's separately. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that that totally makes sense on uh, why it could sound a little disjointed. Like I said, overall, I actually really liked the voice acting of everyone. I, it really didn't bother me. I thought it was good for um, a video game and just in general. Yeah. Uh, well, I, like I said, the cast did an amazing job. Um, I don't know. I think sometimes you have an idea of how yeah. a character is going to sound in your head. And then you hear oh, them. Oh, for and, like, sure. You know, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is voice actor sounded great. It just wasn't how I I pictured his voice. And like, uh, don't get me wrong, I love Jesse. Um, I think she's super sweet. Tifa's super sweet. I love how yes. sassy Eric is. <laughs> uh, she totally like calls out out a few times or like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. picking on him. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, but like I said, a lot of the voice actors grew on me. Yeah. Um, Here's my thing. So let's 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 drop this in right now. Team Tifa, Team Aerith. Now, if you I'm had a, if it Tifa. changed for you from the original or to now, I was Team Tifa in the beginning, and then now more than ever, like more than ever, I think I'm still Team Tifa. Oh, why? I don't know. I just love I love Tifa. I remember when I played the original, um, thinking to myself, this girl is so badass. Mm-hmm, uh, she's mm-hmm. strong. Uh, female character she can take care of herself but she's still vulnerable and uh not afraid to say her feelings yeah um and then i thought it was cool that uh i think so often in video games uh at least back in the 90s from what i remember um a lot of times during rpgs uh females were relegated to the healing role or like the mage role yeah. Um, and I love that Tifa's in there, like, part of my language, uh, fucking shit up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, if you unlock that uh, sphere skill, or I forget what it's called, where you deal more damage from behind. Yeah. Um, if you're controlling Tifa and you get behind an enemy, she is pressuring it like no other. Oh. And just, they stagger. And then once she's whomping on them, they are not getting up unless they're a boss. I love this. Oh, yeah. oh, where are you going? I love that my, there you are. <laughs> now I, I don't know why you're this version. <laughs> uh, I got big on my screen. You just also went sideways on mine, which is crazy. So Kazzy Ninja 17 just said, Wedge is the only one whose voice didn't grow on me. And then yeah. he also said, Team Tiffa 100%. So hear yeah. me out on this though, okay? So I also was Team Tifa hardcore, but I also played Final Fantasy VII, the original, back when I was young. I was, I don't know, early teens. Uh, And for me, it was that whole like childhood love, like, ew, don't let this new person come in between these two people who clearly are very obviously destined to be together. And I don't know, this, this time around, I, Aerith was growing on me like a lot. I just, I thought she was so spunky and she didn't seem so boring. I think maybe she was really boring to me the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I actually, I don't know. Now it's like really hard. Now I'm like, oh God, what's he going to do? What's Cloud yeah. going to do? Because with one person, he has, you know, that connection from being a child and yeah, growing up and yeah, a lot of history. And then, you know, with Aerith, it's a lot of like life 
just a lot of crazy things happening, which is also bringing them together, which, you know, in real life, when people go through big events, obviously nobody's fighting demons or, you know, Shinra yeah. or whatever in real life. Um, it just seems like, I don't know, it, it just now it seems like it's a much harder decision or it's going to be kind of more devastating uh, in general. I don't know. I'm going to wink. I don't know. There's, <laughs> I can't wait till you actually finish the game because that's a whole different conversation. I heard people, so I've been on uh, Reddit and like different forums. I got to see if I can fix you because why are you upside down? But go ahead. <laughs> what? It's because my opinion's wrong. So my, my <laughs> no, opinion is so did, did you turn down. your phone? Sorry. No, I didn't touch it. Okay, perfect. Um, um no, I have done a pretty good job of avoiding spoilers. I mean, I already know, you know, most of what's going to happen yeah. from playing the original. But uh, I was reading some reviews of the game, and people are so pissed off about the ending of part one. Okay, I'm going to let you know. I'm, I might have to be kind of on. I'm not, like, pissed off. I'm just kind of irritated or yeah. confused as to why but at the same time I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna just go with it because it's, it's a beautiful game I had I've enjoyed playing it uh I'm you know I'm obviously very very excited for part two but it is hard it, it's it's really hard that this wasn't a full game you know what I mean? Like, and at the same time, it almost feels a little like they're going to try to milk us for however many ver like episodes of this there's going to be. I, yeah. By, you know, by the end of it, they're bucks probably a pop, like, come yeah, on, they're going to make, you know, $200 include like with the tax. Yeah. Uh, easily. <laughs> easily. Yeah. Uh, we we got some more. Yeah, seriously. So Kazi Ninja 17 also said, I also love Aerith now that they fleshed out her character more, but Tifa has always been my favorite Final Fantasy VII character. We got Duff mm -hmm. Guy 07 saying, they made her much more involved in this one. It was good to see, um, it's Aerith, I'm assuming, assuming. Yeah, it was yeah. good to see considering she was basically a flashback in Advent Children. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All very good points. Yeah, again, I still think I'm very Team Tifa, and also because of for so long, I just that's who I shipped. That was my ship. But uh, I, I think yeah. because they've actually given Aerith so much more life and I think by forcing you to fight with her too, um, because I feel like this one has more opportunities for you to like, you know how you'd have your standard team. Did you have a standard team when you first played? Yeah. So in, uh, in Midgar, I always used, uh, Tifa and Barrett when I could. And yeah. then when I had all the girls, I'd use uh, Aerith, Tifa, uh, you know, with Cloud, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, later in the story, I would always run uh, Vincent because mm -hmm. he's my favorite favorite. And, uh, and Sid. yes, um, for me, I honestly like I get I'm a loyalist. I like to call myself a loyalist. <laughs> And pretty much throughout the entire game of Final Fantasy VII, the first time I played, it was uh, Cloud, Tifa, and Barrett. I yeah. really, unfortunately, to my own detriment, did not uh, soup up my other characters or spend a lot of time playing with them. Especially mm -hmm. because when I first played Final Fantasy VII, the first scene I'd ever saw was Aerith's death scene. 
Um, I oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a weird way to be introduced to this game. But the crazy part was I was so hooked and had no idea what was even happening. Like, I didn't even know who these characters were. And I was bawling. Like, I just yeah. did. I was like, why did this man kill her? And I was so <laughs> sad. The music was so beautiful. I have like goosebumps right now <laughs> as we talk about it. Uh, the music was so sad. The music was so beautiful that I free that I was just like, I have to play this game. Uh, so for the most part, when they weren't forcing you to use other characters back then for specific um, missions, I used uh, Tifa, Barrett, and Cloud a lot. But I also then would throw Sid into the rotation. And then, yeah, I would probably also have just Cloud, Tifa, and Aerith as like my secondary squad. But Yuffie didn't get a lot of love. Vincent didn't get a lot of love. Uh, I mean, like I said, Sid didn't get a ton of love. Kate Sid, I was not into him at all. <laughs> Like, I hate this thing <laughs> and I wouldn't play with it. <laughs> I think, I think once I wouldn't play with it, send this, send this toy back to the Isle of Broken I know, toys. I hated it. And I was like, this thing is a scam artist. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I found out, uh, I hope this isn't like too much of a spoiler. I'm assuming everyone played the original. Um, yeah. When I found out Kate Sith was a fucking traitor, <laughs> I'm so like, pissed, right? I'm never using you again. Oh, uh, oh, I was the same way. I was like, you are out of my team. You can't even be involved because you're going to tell people things. Can I kick you out? I'm like, I'm taking you to the pound. <laughs> That's so funny. You little traitor cat. We got Kaze Ninja jumping in with, he rotate or they rotated characters in and out to keep characters levels even. That's a smart way to play. I yeah. did not play that way. Uh, like Especially, that's... I think, with the uh, the final battle. I think it's Bizarro Sephiroth, uh, the final boss. I'm not sure. No, I think that uh, is what it's called. When he has, like, the wings under him. Yeah. Uh, I think they make you use two teams. They do. Right? And that's where I was and... screwed. That's why I couldn't beat the game. Yeah. <laughs> My other team was, like, level seven. They were terrible. <laughs> Oh man, you really <laughs> Oh, I was pissed. I had to start you over. Oh, big time. That's why, yeah, the smart way to play is to level up your characters pretty evenly if mm -hmm. you can. But again, even then I still really liked I love storyline. Give me storyline. I hate grinding. I hate having to like, you know, spend hours and hours battling to build everybody up when your main team just consistently obviously gets strong because they're yeah. your main team. But to have to go around and basically have another like your B squad. Oh, also Red. Oh, I love Red. I love little Nanaki. His story yeah. oh, makes me cry. So I love, 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 love him. And yeah. it's yeah. So I it was very tough to uh <laughs> <laughs> to to just build it up and uh, do it. I'm just not a big fan of the uh, the old grind. But like my brother, he loves to he as you know quote unquote break games. So yeah. he wants like every he wants every moment. <laughs> okay, yeah, funny. I'm a um, I'm a power leveler. I don't mind grinding. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a completionist, so I will go back for every single item. Yeah, I I don't think I like to break the game, but I like to you know, um, level my characters, uh, unlock as many abilities as I can get that, you know, uh, powerful equipment. Yeah, for uh, sure. So I think right now I'm, I'm at like 33 hours in the game. And like okay. I said, I, I just left the, uh, the sector five slums. Um, 
I spent hours uh, battling the were rabbits or whatever. Oh in my the, god! In the uh, in the <laughs> in the junkyard area, um, and I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't know, but I'm gonna do it anyways. That's uh, so funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, well, this one again, I don't mind the battles in this one because they're kind of few and far between. And it sort of just like makes sense. Uh, And and you do, you want to, you still want to upgrade your materia because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Uh, We got over here, uh, Kaze Ninja saying, I spend too much time grinding in games. And then I can't justify grinding to max level though. I mean, I get it. I also, like I said, I get uh, doing the materia and trying to level that up because obviously with uh, the addition of, I'm blanking on his name. What's his name? The the kid who is the Shinra, sort of the Shinra spy, but not really. Who who's the one who helps you get your summons? Oh, the uh, the android kid. An android? Or I think he's an android. I don't. I don't know. The little materia <laughs> scientist. Like, kid. I missed it. I missed it. I missed this part. <laughs> he has that like origami flower on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know, I don't know what it is. I saw that kid and I was like, <laughs> who are? Is it Halloween? Oh, thank you, Kazi Ninja. Just helped us out. It's Chanley. <laughs> Chan- Chadley. Chadley. Okay. Chadley. I can't I can't read. <laughs> I changed Chad- everybody's names. <laughs> Chadwick. <laughs> yes, it was Chauncey. Um, Chauncey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I you know, you start having to do all those missions for him in order to be able to get your summons, which I also thought, didn't we get summons differently in the original? Okay. Yeah. Like wasn't it kind of because now I feel like I'm blending eight together where you went on quests to do it like oh uh, yeah in in eight you know you got uh ifrit from the uh the fire, fire cave yeah like preliminary exam uh and you had to battle a couple of the other uh guardian forces like you got uh uh sacred and brother the uh the minotaurs from the uh the labyrinth yes uh when you're in like the timberwolves mission um so you did have to fight a couple of them but then others were given to you kind of like in seven like uh quetzalcoatl was mm-hmm. given to you in the beginning by uh uh i call her quistis people call her quistis um Oh. I like Quistis. Your uh, instructor Trep gives you it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, it was different how you get them in the remake of Seven. Yes, for sure. Uh, Kazi Ninja pointed out summons were after you left Midgar in the original. Makes sense. That is true. I am glad though that they gave us some summons this time because, like, again, yeah. whether you loved or hated them, I thought that at least being able to summon during some of these battles were really helpful. Again, yeah. I'm not a big fan that you couldn't just summon a summon. You know what I mean? Like you had to, you had to let that ATB bar, you either had to be dying to a certain point. And then I'd never seen a summon pop out twice. I don't know if that's possible in the game. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I just, that was, that really, that really did ish, bother me. Yeah. And I guess I kind of felt you on those cutscenes. I sort of wish that you were able to, um, like during that part, it sort of worked like turn-based where you could still line up some of the things you needed to do. Like I had people who seriously needed to be help, like who needed health or something. And you couldn't do anything until that cutscene was done. So that was kind of 
annoying. <laughs> I think yeah. I just, I, I missed being able to stack my, stack my uh, attacks or heals or whatever. But I mean, overall, great game. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I'm loving it. I mean, you know, yeah. of course. So you haven't gotten to the, the honeybee in yet, right? No, but I saw the uh, the choreography. The choreography. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know what? I was really worried that they were going to cut a lot of the um, like the 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 gay content, yeah, or, uh, the wall market stuff. And I was actually pleasantly surprised from either what I've read or the uh, the cutscenes I have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, that they kept it No, in. it's incredible. I actually love the way they did it. It's really, really, uh, I mean, they did it in a, in a really, really fun way. I mean, that whole scene is so insane. Um, I love every second of it. It was the most fun. I definitely, I actually saved right before you or everybody already knows what happens, his big dance scene, because it's been everywhere on the internet. They keep showing yeah. it on the Final Fantasy webpage. So yeah. that's not a spoiler. Uh, but I definitely saved right before that moment because I'm like, I got to come back and do this again. That was, it's so fun. And the go for mission sort of to kind of gather the items is is different. Um, but it's it's so good. It's so well done. Yeah. Uh, and it's such a fun, even the mini game, I had a little issue too. So, cause it's weirdly harder than you think it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun. I loved it so much. Yeah. I was upset about that. Yeah. And uh, Andre, Andre Rhodes, he is great. <laughs> He's Andre is the, uh, the honeybee in um, owner who you end up having yeah. to like talk to and, and try to get going. I thought the yeah. wall market probably was ma- probably my favorite part of this entire game. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've actually heard that from a lot of people. It's so uh, fun. And it's like, so in your wildest imagination, you're just like, it surpassed what I thought it was going to be for sure. Yeah. So I really, um, really like that. One of my friends uh, that lives in Portland, his name is uh, Vertex Gordon on Instagram. He was telling me he really loved how the choices you make leading up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry about that guys. Uh, the choices you make influence, like the quality of a wig you get or the yes. dress you wear. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not there yet, but I'm actually pretty excited to see. And I guess you have no um, gauge of how well you're doing based on the choices. And it's not until you get to that scene, you see Cloud dressed up that you're like, oh, this is the outcome of yes, <laughs> all of my, my work or, uh, you know. Yes. So. Kazanin just said the honeybee end was my favorite part of wall market despite being bad at the mini games surrounding it andre rhodes is great same wall market was fun but the chapter was long it is it is long um but you and it's definitely one of those places that you do want to do all of the side quests because yes yeah. it does uh affect cloud's demeanor and whatnot um and others among other things that i will not spoil <laughs> <laughs> until you actually get to play it oh man i didn't realize you were well you just told me now but i didn't even realize how far that is up to that point so you actually still have a lot of game left yeah i think i have like uh seven or eight chapters left because like i said i just i just entered chapter nine or ten i'm not sure on the numbering yeah Um, it's actually been 
two days since I've played. Like I said, I'm trying to space it out. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, you don't want to blast through it. Load in one I had go. To. I had to. Uh, um, and I've also been going back and playing uh, the Resident Evil 3 remake. I'm playing the uh, the Nightmare difficulty. And then um, I'm actually really digging the multiplayer resistance. Ah, so. uh, okay. Yeah, so, I, so this is funny. Um, talking about remakes done well or remakes remakes done poorly just from what i've read and from kind of what i've heard the consensus is that the resident evil one is not so good yeah so i love um first of all i love resident evil um resident evil 2 the original is like in my top five games yeah. Um, and I thought the remake of two was really, really good. Of course, I was sad that there was a lot of cut content and they don't really have the uh, the zapping that the original had like a- as much um, in the original. Yeah. If you if you picked up items on like the A scenario with mm-hmm. a character when you were going through with the the B character, um, the B side of it. Uh, it was showing what that character did while the first character was going through the game. Oh. And uh, like if you if you picked up everything as the first character, you could be screwed on the second run because that character would have nothing. That's so funny. And um, they didn't really like utilize that, and they cut a lot of content in the uh, the second the second remake. Um, the uh, the B scenario was really short, yeah. but um, I still I really liked it. They're released a pretty big dlc um but then like the three remake came out and i was really excited and uh i beat the game very quickly yeah they cut a lot of areas that i was excited to see there's no clock tower uh the press office city hall the uh the restaurant the park yeah they cut the grave digger boss this giant worm uh underground mm-hmm. uh, and then the original, like the city felt so fleshed out and there was a lot to explore. You're like, Oh, this is uh this is raccoon city. Yeah. Um, you really had a, uh, a feeling of exploration and seeing like how bad the city was. And, uh, that's one thing I appreciate about the, uh, seven remake is Midgar feels so big and so massive. There's so much life to it. You walk by all the NPCs in the, in the city and the, yeah. The, sectors people are having conversations um the uh the backgrounds are awesome there are a few like texture issues where you can tell it's like a static image yeah yeah Um, yeah when you look up at uh from the slums and you see like the bottom of the plates yeah uh, it's like it's like but um (laughs) the seven remake did that so well and then i'm playing the three remake of uh resident evil and i'm just like man there's so much potential here and i feel like they already had a lot of the assets done from when they did the uh the two remake they had the engine um and i just feel like it was rushed Um, do i hate it no i enjoy it i understand uh they packaged it with resistance uh, yeah the multiplayer and but that was actually done by an outside team like they sourced it out to another studio so yeah. I don't understand, and I don't really think it's worth the price tag. And so sure. I hope that they release, uh, you know, some some DLC content to sort of make up for that. It's just I had really, really high hopes. And then um, now, a few days ago, they announced that they're going to be remaking Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Um, which still holds up. It's a 
really good game. It's more action than survival horror, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But uh, I feel like there are others that need uh, sort of a a remake before that, like Code Veronica, or you know, my personal favorite. I'm like dying for them to remake the uh, the out the outbreak games. Okay. Um, which were these online games where you were in teams of four exploring these different areas around Raccoon City trying to escape. And it used the old tank controls and uh, that sort of third-person, like, shooting system. Uh, it wasn't quite, like, over the shoulder. It was more of, like, a, an aerial kind of view. Okay. Um, it had, like, team aspects. And those games were before their time. Um, yeah. Wasn't the greatest, but it's like I hope that they either like remaster those games and do online support again, and, and uh, release a file three with all of the uh, the cut areas and characters and enemies. So um, Kaze Ninja Seven. Oh, sorry, Boo. <laughs> you said they're remaking four. Yeah, Resident Evil Four. So right here it said uh, RE Three R had potential, but seems like it fell short, and RE Two R was a lot to live up to. And then uh, yeah, yeah, definitely agreed. Uh, the the two remake got a lot of new fans in. Yeah, uh, you know, people that had never experienced the uh, Resident Evil franchise. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the majority of fans who played the OG games um, really enjoyed them for what they were. Sort of this like reimagining of the second game, even mm-hmm. though, like I said, a lot of content was cut. Yeah. Um, it still felt like it was worth 60 bucks. Yeah, I, I think that's the part that, uh, in general, you really want to feel like you got your money's worth on any of these remakes, especially if it's something that you know the story to and you're just reimagining it. You really want to make sure that, well, you would hope that the game makers are just not trying to cash in on nostalgia or, yeah. you know, the fact that, you're like, oh my gosh, this game is 10 years old or whatever. And you just want to play it again. You just want to experience it, but with way better graphics and, you know, in a more dynamic way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that's what sort of pissed a lot of people off with uh, Final Fantasy VII is I know that uh, just reading online, there are people who have not played the original. Yeah. And they bought the seven remake, not knowing that it was like the first part of a three part installment. Like, a oh, well, that's on them. That's so stupid. If you and didn't... so the game ended, and they're like, "What? It didn't say, uh, you know, Final Fantasy seven remake part one." You know, yes, it and... does. <laughs> I mean, it does. It basically. Hello, Oliver. Um, it definitely lets you know that more is to come. It doesn't just okay. end. It definitely tells you that there is more coming to this game that I just think it's tough because the gamer in me wants a resolution. Like you want a well-rounded resolution. And I think that's the part that, that makes this episodic adventure so hard because yeah, you I want think people were saying that, that it wasn't marketed. Like it wasn't clear on the box that it was uh, part one of three. I don't know. I don't even have the box in front of me. I can't tell you either way. Yeah. Um, I still feel like it was more faithful to the source material than like, say the resident evil three remake was, even though, you know, I take them, like I said, as reimaginings. Yeah. Um, I feel like they pretty much had everything that was in the original in the seven remake. And then a lot of people that were complaining that there's like a lot of filler and side quests and like kind of useless things that don't really add to the story. Yeah. Um, 
I would rather get more in a remake than have the situation with like Resident Evil 3. Oh, for um, sure. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. I'm like, Resident Evil 3. <laughs> um, I would rather have more than yeah. let have stuff cut because nostalgia is a huge thing. And I think that's why people want to go back and experience these things because it was such a huge part of their childhood. Oh, they for have sure. Memory playing it the first time. Mm hmm. And then you play this remake and you're like, oh, this is beautiful. This is fun. And then you're like, wait, where's this? Where's this? I enjoyed this. It's not in there. So um, I appreciate the the filler, if you well, will. Because... Think about this, that in the first, in the original Final Fantasy VII, this part of the game is what, five or six hours of the entire game? You know? Oh, did I lose? Wait, I'm sorry. I missed you. What'd you say? Oh, I said, uh, think about this, that in the original Final Fantasy VII, Midgar is only like five or six hours of the original game. Oh, you get out of the city so quickly. Um, also, one of one of the things said was time to rescue Ashley in HD goodness. And Cloud and Tiva's oh, apartment doors had very sad looking textures. Yeah. Oh, they gave me the whole back of the... So Kaze Ninja wrote this for us. Uh, from the back of the box, the story of the first standalone game in Final Fantasy VII Remake Project covers up to the party's escape from Midgar and goes deeper into the events occurring in the city than the original Final Fantasy VII. So, I mean, if people are upset, that's kind of on them for not reading. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really not their problem. I feel like anybody who's looked into this at all knew yeah. that this was the Midgar portion of the game. So yeah. I don't know what you're upset at. I think part of it is we live in a binge watching situation, like a society, and you kind of want everything right when you want it. So, yeah. I mean, if we're to follow suit, does that mean that the next game is not coming out until next year? I mean, I don't know when it's slated to release. I don't know if they've announced it. Um I should probably know these things because we're talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> no, um, I, that was a trick question because I've Googled it and they don't have a tentative date yet. Yeah. My so, only hope with that is that A, they don't rush it. It's like I'd rather it be a little bit longer and they take their time mm -hmm. uh, than popping it out in a year. And then, of course, there's like a lot of cut content, like I said, mm -hmm. or you know, certain side quests aren't available, uh, you know, as soon as they were in the original. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I would, I would think that they'll be able to get this one out more quickly because a lot of the assets are already created. They're not building this system yeah, from, from the scratch up. necessarily. I mean, I kind of agree. My thing is <laughs> how long do you wait? Like, are you willing to wait one year? Like, let's just say they make a game a year, like one year at a time. So maybe, mm -hmm. and also like how many parts, because if Midgar was, you know, this is a 40, like a 40 hour game, I guess it can be less if you're doing no side quests and you're just kind of like jamming. Cause apparently somebody played the game, the full game in seven hours. So I'm assuming okay, they, yeah, they completed the game in like seven hours. Uh, and I'm assuming they did no side quests, no nothing that they stayed very on track and just like, hauled ass or I, I don't know if that I don't know if, know if that's really possible they might have beaten the game already and then just redid it then yeah obviously you're super strong you have all your materia and everything boosted so yeah I could see the second time you play the game going way faster I just can't yeah. imagine like seven hours just still seems crazy fast to me yeah 
But I, again, I'm not a professional gamer by any means. So it takes me a while to figure things out, even if I've already played it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, so today is uh, National Fire Emblem Day. Yeah. Fire Emblem came out 30 years ago. Are you still playing Three Houses? Did you play the Cinder Shadows? You're so funny. Sadly, okay, so here's the first reason. So I actually downloaded the DLC for uh, Fire Emblem's Three Houses, uh, the downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, exactly. Before, uh, you know, <laughs> before Teenage Crime Fighters that live underground yeah um so but what happened was um i left my original fire emblem with my brother and somehow i thought i'd be able to sneak past nintendo and be able to play the dlc without the actual disc so turns out you can't <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> spoiler alert you can't um like, no, no, no. yeah you're they're like yeah just kidding you have to have the game so <laughs> i am now back but i've been so occupied with uh i've been so occupied with uh what am i playing not animal farm um <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> Animal Farm. Are you are you reading the book? <laughs> Apparently, um, Animal uh, Crossing. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, I was so enraptured with my sim life on Animal Crossing that I haven't gone back. And then Final Fantasy VII has taken up the last like six days of my life because uh, I've been playing pretty nonstop on this game that I have not gone back. But I'm at a point where. I think I'm almost bored with Animal Crossing now, and I kind of would love to go back and, and play uh, the basement house. Of... <laughs> the basement. You know, the Clean basement. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm over here. I've been chuckling to myself this entire live stream and podcast. Um, and when you texted me, I got bit by a spider. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? You got bit by a spider? Yeah, you're like, in real life? Animal Crossing. You're like, Animal Crossing. I was like, that'd be the most insane text of all time, just to randomly be like, uh, you know, I just got bit by a spider in real life. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope you're okay. Yeah, right? They said, uh, Animal, Kazi Ninja 17 said, Animal Crossing is not the same thing as Animal Farm. Or is it? I know. I mean, come on, animals, you know, uprising, and we're over here destroying the environment. <laughs> and and freaking Tom Nook is nickel and diming me for all I, I got. I think Tom, Tom Nook is trying to create a caste system, <laughs> so it might be Animal Farm. Right? Uh, I'm going to child. What is it, Tommy and Timmy? Um, yeah, no, Tom Nook. I'm, I'm a mess. I owe him so much money, it's out of control. <laughs> I still have not paid paid off my house. <laughs> Wait, I don't even have a house. I haven't. I'm still in the tent. All no, my, uh, you're not. Are you really still in a tent? I'm still in the tent. All of my uh, so funny. the people that I moved to the island with, I'm still paying my moving fees. That's um, so funny. They all have these kick-ass houses and I'm in a tent still. Oh my God. I love it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm living in poverty. You are. I can't. No, I at least see. I'm. I'm paying Tom Nook for my my add-on. 
<laughs> for my second room. And a bridge. Exercise slum recreation. Recreation. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I think at this point, I don't, I would love to make my house bigger, but I also am avoiding paying back Tom Nook for my second house. I've built a bridge. And you I built, two houses. no, I have, no, the second portion of my house. I got a second, oh. can you imagine? I'm like, yeah, actually I'm on my summer home. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a house? <laughs> I would love, if I could send you a house, I would. <laughs> Just mail it to me in a balloon. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Animal Crossing is insane. I mean, I've wanted to go back and play Persona 5. That's, I started the game. It was so fun. But then literally Final Fantasy VII came out two, three days later. And then I was done. I I wanted to, I wanted to do, I actually streamed like four hours of Persona 5 and it was really, really fun. So you got a, you got Royal. uh, I did. I did. I think I was calling it Battle Royale at this point. Oh my God. Also a different thing. (laughs) not even i was who knew what i was doing i was confused uh we got mike 24 night i think just saying hi (laughs) hey mike we're gonna say hi mike and then uh cousin ninja 17 saying be careful or else you get more eggs the eggs were out of control did you play it all during easter or like i did those eggs that was the worst thing ever. yeah you want i wanted to i was about to lose it because my thing was um either when i dug them up but what really pissed me off was when i fished for them i didn't mean to, i wasn't fishing for them but when they would appear instead of a freaking fish oh my god it was the worst <laughs> they replaced all of this currency and treasure with these fucking eggs it was crazy it was a nightmare really and then i love that people complained so much that they slowed the eggs down but did they <laughs> i know i couldn't tell you if they really did or not um they nerfed the eggs but can you really nerf a useless currency anyway it was it was it was crazy it was absolutely crazy i don't know uh let's see oh what about the um music the updated on the uh, oh this before we jump there it said people wanted to murder Zipper T Bunny because he was ruining the ecosystem oh and then Jimmy just said Jimmy Sherfy just jumped on and said hey 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 uh, yay thanks for joining our stream slash podcast recording <laughs> this one's gonna be a little all over the place but I like it but yeah so the music. How did you feel about the music? I love some of these like techno upgrades on Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Oh, I, I love the soundtrack. I, uh, when you are um, exploring with Aerith in your party and yeah. the exploration music kind of goes into the battle theme. Yeah. Uh, it was just such a cool feeling. You're like, you're running around and uh, I don't know, the music just got me. Yeah, nervous. I love, they they took a lot of songs and they kind of gave them the whole different beat and sound. And it's, I don't know, it's really fun. The music's still really good. It kicks in. It's so funny because it's so subtle at some parts that you don't even, like, I don't know if that's just like the soundtrack running through your head, but then you realize that the song is playing and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's that, you know? And you're just yeah. like, ooh, I like it. I don't know. I, I love, I think them, I, I think everything is really working for the game. Like I said, as I finished, um, little, little, oh, I do love Barrett's victory theme fanfare that Barrett does it himself. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. 
he's uh he's singing it on the train yeah da, 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 da. i love it i love it it makes me very happy because i guess in a weird way you do sort of miss the the battle music i don't know i kind of do yeah it reminded me of uh prompto from 15 <gasps> yes the chocobo theme or the uh the the victory theme mm-hmm. just at the camp or, or so running cute. around yeah yeah that's so funny yeah i don't know so overall I guess um, we can do some lasting impressions of the game and what we'd like to see in the future. Yeah. And yours is going to be really great because yours is really speculation. I'm going to try to not say too much because I, like I said, I've finished the game. So I sort of know, I don't, I mean, I don't know what's necessarily going to happen, um, Mm -hmm. but I at least have like a more concrete idea. You definitely, I guess you should give what you think is going to happen or what you'd like to see happen. Yeah, I think that and I, I hope that the uh, second portion goes at least to the uh, the gold saucer. Oh, yeah. I want to gamble and I want to take Barrett on a date. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was always my favorite in the original. He's like... I didn't even know that was a possibility. Oh, yeah. You can take Barrett on a date at the Gold Saucer. That's Um, so funny. uh, No, you could date Barrett in the original. And the whole time, he just has his arm crossed, like, on the gondola. And uh, he's just like, the fuck? That's so funny. I love that. I didn't do it. But here's the other thing. Part of me actually now wants to go back and play Final Fantasy VII, like just hardcore. Again, to this day, for me, it's still a game I have not beat, which I know is blasphemy. But I I think at this point, maybe I could sit down and commit the 140 hours. (laughs) Just play the whole game. I think that's what you do in between while you're waiting for the the second uh, Final Fantasy remake. Two episode two, uh, Kazuya Ninja Seventeen said Chocobo racing. Same, I definitely want the Chocobo race. I really, I really do hope it also goes to the Golden Saucer. I hope uh, we get Yuffie. I think I would just like to see her. I think we will because you can get her as early as uh, leaving Midgar in that little forest. Yeah, by I think it's Reunion or Costa del Sol. I don't remember, but yeah. I know you. She appeared in the forest. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested in that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, I, I think I just hope it doesn't. I just hope this isn't something that spans like four or five years, because that's just a long time to wait for some well, sort I mean, of resolution. I think I think that if it does become that situation, it's going to be a uh, a Kingdom Hearts situation where like I played the original Kingdom Hearts and I kind of got the story, but I wasn't entirely sure what was going on anyways and then it took so long for the different parts to come out that when I played the next portion of the story I didn't even remember what happens I hate that yeah I think that's gonna be I I think that's hopefully they don't take the kingdom the kingdom heart route which is a fear I guess a slight fear but I think I, I don't know. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I'm really dying to know what you're, what you think once you actually finish the game. We'll have to have another. We'll have to jump on Twitch and just do a. Uh, we'll just do a follow up on basically once a you're recap. a recap yeah. once you actually finish finish the game. Over here we got Kaze Ninja Seventeen saying, "I'm excited to see who they'll get to voice the remaining cast members." Same. 
and I hope it's going to be closer release dates like the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy as mediocre as those games were. The hallway simulator. I, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it, it'll be interesting that maybe to sort of feed the fans in between if they like release some DLC content. But who knows? Like, again, I, I feel you on the whole, like, don't mm-hmm. rush it. But at the same time, I'm like, this game is 10 years in the making, or at least five. So you're just, I really hope that they're further along than just, yeah. you know, uh, just these tiny snippets. Not tiny, because obviously 40 or 50 hours is not a short period of time. Okay, we're going to wrap this one up. All right, Ryan, it has been so much fun chatting with you. I can't wait to do this again. We'll do it again when you recap Final Fantasy VII, the remake. I want to know your final thoughts on that. And uh, as always, all the information is going to be listed down below. Our Instagram is Adults Talking Anime. Our Twitter is Adults Anime. Our Patreon is Adults Talking Anime. Plus, I think that's it. Um, any final thoughts, Ryan? Um, no, just catch up on games, catch up on anime, um, stay safe, pray for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's it.